IV Pod. Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We're Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at ivypod is our email. Let's begin episode 73 of the Ivy Alternative Podcast. Hi, John. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited. Yeah. We got a little interview coming. Yeah. We're we've just popping on here real quick to do our uh, little intro. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to hit the road, get in our cars, and go to Radium City Brewery. We're very excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've, uh, what, mentioned them, like, for the past Every year. episode. Every for, episode, yeah, yeah. Ever since we heard about it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So we've been very excited to to talk to these guys. So we're we're finally heading over there because they're they're about to release their beer to the public. So yeah, we want to get in and maybe check it out. Mm-hmm. I want to see the equipment. Yeah, use yeah. our use the stuff we learned from the hard hat tour. Right. Pretend like we know what we're talking oh, yeah. about. Absolutely. So that's your oh that's where you do yeah. We don't need to get into it now. But <laughs> we'll we'll share our knowledge later. Right. Well, what's going on at the Y, John? We got a good program going for the summer, I hear. Absolutely. The summer programs at the YMCA are awesome. If you, We talked about it at the last show. If you have kids ages 2 through 13 and you want to get them involved doing something fun this summer, send them over to the Illinois Valley YMCA. Lots of cool stuff. Now, it started in June, June 1st, but that doesn't mean it's too late to get started. You can sign up and get involved any week you want because every single week is a different activity. Uh, let me see here. Different, different themes. So there's yeah. 11 weeks. It runs from June 1st to August through August 14th. Uh, so that's 11 weeks, variety of different themes, uh, four different age groups, uh, two, three to five, four to eight, and nine to 13. So they'll have more age-appropriate activities, but there'll be you know, a summer sciences week, July 13th through the 17th, uh, wild, wild west, July 27th through the uh, 31st. So, and then well, there's more more good stuff also in, on, on every other week as well so summer science yeah july 13th i want to do that Ooh, frozen yes frozen Everybody in july frozen. absolutely <laughs> so. yeah so uh go you know check out www.ivymca.com to get they've got a ton of information about this prices um all the packaging and you know, just everything everything is there otherwise stop into the y it's an awesome place to go work out and See people, meet people, and get healthy. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. All right. Oh, and we can't forget: after you work out at the YMCA and sign your kids up for summer programs, you should go to a party, and that party should have music brought yes. to you by none other than the Music Machine. Why? Because they are the top-notch DJ service here in the Illinois Valley. The Music Machine. They do the Dreamwave wrestling sound, which is always awesome. 
it keeps the it's part it's like a major element just of that show and having the good music good sound right and same deal with the weddings I and mean, clayton have i been to weddings where they've been there and they're awesome they always have people on the dance floor they got a good feel for the crowd they know what to play to get people out of their seats that's right um, not only weddings and and, and like dreamway but they do charity um, events dances they do all kinds of stuff and they have lots of good equipment great djs um you can find them at mmdjpros.com you know, you can actually even check the event availability right on their website. So that seems to work. Or not. Or not. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know if that still is active. It used to work. It used to or work. Or just call them. Just call uh, them, yeah. 815-223-6635. That's your sure fire way to find out if your date is open so you can hire the Music Machine DJ service. Yes. We thank the Illinois Valley YMCA and the Music Machine for supporting our podcast, Ivy Pod. So I guess with that... Let's hit the road. Go. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get moving. Okay, let's go. We'll see everybody in a little bit. Started off. All right, so well, welcome guys. We are here in the Radium City Brewery. Clayton and I have journeyed to the uh, to the outskirts of Ottawa, <laughs> Illinois, like Homer's Odyssey. Yes, we are here. We've been talking about this for a long time. We finally got the chance to come here. We are so excited. Uh, we are Clayton and I are here, sitting here with Brian, Adam, and Dennis. From Radium City Brewery, guys, thank you for having us here. This is thanks really for coming. Cool. Thanks yeah, for coming. We really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Just, just staring at the vats yeah. of beer. Is that the proper name of what do we, do? What do we call them? kettles? Or? Yeah, these are these are kettles. Okay. Um, yeah, the fermenters are in here. Ah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you don't get to see the awesomeness that we are seeing right now. We also have a nice brew in front of us. Maybe you guys could tell them what we're what we're sampling here. Hey, go ahead, Adam. So, uh, what you guys, what we're all um, sipping on right now is, it's our breaking blonde. So, it's our base blonde recipe that we use a dry hop of coffee with. So, and for this particular version, we're using a coffee from Dwayne Cronkite in uh, uh, Jeremiah Joe in Ottawa. So, um, locally roasted coffee and we went in and have a little relationship with him and said, what coffee do you recommend? This seems to work well. And he gave us this, you know, gangbusters, really good roast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Costa Rican, I think it is. Yeah. It's a Costa Rican, like a medium blend. Yeah. Same passion you can have for coffee. You can have for beer. Sure. (laughs) Combine the two. And and this one's good because it's not, it's a, it's a blonde. So it's not like a heavy stout. And we, before we jumped on the guys, said, well, it's not like you drink one of these. It's not like you just ate a pork chop. So um, well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping we'll be able to sample more. Just <laughs> yeah, we, our stomachs. I have to full. say, yes. Speaking of that, I have to say is you know we've done a lot of shows. We're always trying to promote things around the area, Illinois Valley stuff, businesses, things that are going on. 
and we talked a lot about you know this because we've always felt god there should be a local beer in the area i've got to say I'm a little bit selfish in my desires with this particular podcast. I was like, oh, I really want to sample some of their beer. And so, uh, sorry, everybody at home. You're going to have to just listen in and wait for your chance to try some Radium City Brew, uh, which we'll talk about. Actually, I mean, maybe we should, I don't know if we should start there or where to get it. Maybe let's, let's, let's take it back. Take it back in time. Sure. How it all got yeah. started. Yeah. All right. So uh, the origin story. The origin story. <laughs> like which, the sound uh, effects. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, how did it get started? What, what happened? So probably how many years now has it been? Five. Five. Five years ago. It started. We we all worked together at one time. All traveled together. Um, went to different places around the country. Always seeked out. You know, local craft beer. What were you guys doing? Just out of care. Um, environmental work. Okay. Mm, cool. Um, okay. Environmental yeah. consulting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we'd always seek out, you know, local craft beer, and you know, it was obvious there wasn't a lot going on around here, so we were like, well, let's try to make it. Adam's dad was a longtime home brewer, so he had a little knowledge <laughs> of it. Nice. Because um, he'd been involved in it a little bit and like in uh, the early heydays of home brewing <clears throat> it was was it still legal in illinois when he was doing it it was legal yeah he started it probably in the early you have mid-90s to say what jimmy carter or something or something some what well, used to be that way i, I think you're right i think it was the late 70s early 80s yeah. that it became legal to to do home brewing they, they did have to pass legislation mm-hmm. to change yeah. that so, so read up. Go ahead. So, so we all talked about doing it, and finally, I bought. A, it's called a Cooper's kit, and it's basically, you know, it got us started. It, it's a bucket, and it's some syrup, and a little package of dry yeast, and you <laughs> heat up water, and you pour the syrup in into the water, and then you pour the yeast in, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Really? That's it. Yeah. And then it was like. Oh, this is the best beer ever! <laughs> you know, right. try this, and it, you know, looking back, looking back, I, I don't think it was very good. Yeah. But but yeah, that's that's what all got it started. Cool. Yeah. And you guys just started, kind of broke off and did your own things at home, or kind of would get together to do it, and and sort of work on it, and gradually added equipment, and just sort of. Yeah, I think that, you know, Den got his kit, and then um, Alex, who I should mention, Alex Jenkins, who's not here, uh, he had to work, unfortunately, but he's the fourth member of the of the crew, but, you know, he got one, and, and I got one, and Adam had some equipment from his father that he, <laughs> he borrowed, or I don't know if he borrowed it, or he just went out and ransacked what was out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of all did our own thing on our own kitchen stoves and stuff, and it kind of evolved, and then and Dennis and Adam and Alex really started our uh, our introduction into all-grain brewing, um, which that changed things a lot for us, just... Uh, What's that? So, so the syrup that I was talking about, that's an extract that gets extracted from the grains, the sugars from the grains, and so you don't have to, you don't have to mill the grains, like there's our mill back there in the corner, the okay. shiny thing. Barley crusher. The barley crusher. Yeah. <laughs> the barley crusher. Um, <laughs> so it takes away the process of having to let the grains sit in hot water for a period of time to get the sugars and stuff out of it. Okay. Um, so it's a longer process. Is this a mashing? It's the mashing, yep. yeah, exactly. 
So it's a longer process to do the all grain. It's more equipment and more everything. More, more stuff expensive. to clean. More work, more time. A lot yeah. better beer, though. A lot better beer. Yeah. You know, fresher ingredients. You're crushing it instead of using syrup. and. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. It's just like any, mm-hmm. like garden fresh. Exactly, using, yeah. Uh, in a recipe, it's always mm-hmm. better. Or like mm-hmm. stuff from yeah. the store. homemade mac and cheese versus a box of craft <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, sure. I'm still partial to the box. <laughs> All right, fine, fair enough. <laughs> My kids, I can't get away with anything but crap. It doesn't work. Did you say crap or craft? Crap, crap, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I eat it. I'm the synonymous in this scenario. I'm always the cleanup. Sure, sure nothing over. gets That's thrown away. Job. Um, how do how do you kind of settle on different? Flavors. I mean, how did you work out? And so you got, I think I wrote it. So am I correct here? Five different different types of beer you guys got right now? Or Well, there's, no, we got a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we got have, a lot. We have, uh, <laughs> it's more than this, but we have eight uh, labels approved, which is part of the process that you have to go through when, when um, uh, get everything done to go legal with this stuff. So we have eight different styles that are um that are approved, oh, um, cool. but we also have several others that we've brewed before that we that we're happy with, but that we just didn't feel it was necessary at this point to get approved. So okay. there will be more to come, and and a lot of it's as seasons change. So mm-hmm. right now we're kind of there's a summery style of beer that goes well with people hanging out outside and being warm. And sure. Stuff. So as we get into the winter, there will be like uh, mushroom porter, which is something we poured at Morel Fest, which Adam was kind of the head design on, and mm-hmm. our you know there's some other stuff that. So I don't know. I would say at least ten recipes that we have refined. Yeah, maybe least. more. Yeah, how long does more. it take? I mean, maybe on just for one mm-hmm. beer in particular. How long did it take to settle on a recipe you liked? It it kind of depends yeah. because some of them were really good right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Not that we hadn't tweaked them, but uh, some of them we just kind of stumbled into. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, like kind of our recipe formulation is we once we started all grain there's a lot more flexibility in all grain because an extract there's only certain types of extract you can get so you're kind of pigeonholed in what you can do uh, with your grain bill um, so once you go into all grain there's you know a hundred and just probably more yeah I mean all the, all the, so we'll grains. start with a base grain but then there'll be all these specialty grains we can add and stuff to, mm-hmm. to tweak the flavor and stuff like that so hmm. so yeah it was it was kind of um, we would kind of look around for a style we wanted and, and kind of see what people had been posting online for their recipes and say, well, well you know, um, we like this beer. People think mm-hmm. these are the types of ingredients that go into it. And as we got more into it, we understood what each ingredient added to the beer. So we would say, okay, well, I think, you know, this type of malt would work well with this and these hops would work well with that. And a couple of these, uh, you know, we, we kind of stumbled on and they mm-hmm. turned out really Definitely, good. Yeah. We really haven't tweaked much. And then a couple of them were yeah. like, well, we, every time we brew it, we try to change one variable, you know, so we can kind of compare and contrast versus the last version. So, But I mean, for example, like this one, we've brewed this. Oh, at least 10 times. A lot, a lot yeah. of times. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's 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 always the same mm-hmm. uh, base beer, but then we, we've changed coffees yeah. a few times. Yeah. And then... Alex actually did something too, which was cool. Which he did a uh, it was a mango habanero mm-hmm. version of it. So really, instead yeah. of the coffee, he 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 put the mango and the habanero in it. So we're always just kind of tweaking, like maybe a base beer with what we quote unquote dry hop it with or what have you, just to see if we stumble upon something we really like. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, the the whole uh, seasonality of beer is, I, I think, something that helps the craft brewer and the, the nano brewer mm-hmm. like you guys where you can 
people can look forward to. It leaves people wanting, you know, mm-hmm. when, when it's spring, you go, oh, it's time for the spring brews. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. the summer and the fall. Yeah. Yep. And then the stouts in the winter, you yeah. know, people get, you get excited for them. And that's, I think, one of the things where they, they have a, an edge on not only taste and everything else, but an edge on the, the macro brews. So. Right. And craft brewer and craft beer drinkers, I should say, you know, me, myself, everyone in here, I'm sure, you don't want to go and drink the same, even if it's a great IPA or a great mm-hmm. pale ale or a right. great bond. You want to try stuff, you want right. to try a different beer. Oh, different yeah. Beers, different yeah, beer, different. And that's why we got so many recipes right. and we got, you know. And you'll never stop either that's no. part of the, the fun of it part of the fun. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's part of the artisanship of mm-hmm. it I mean that's what really makes it right. fun for us is being creative and, and matching new flavors with and we're in a renaissance now mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's a great yeah. time to be with the, here. with the information yeah, with the web and the ability to <clears throat> get the equipment and the knowledge being spread now I mean people are just coming out with the best beer ever um, that I know of in my lifetime for sure, mm-hmm. and, and you can't possibly try it all. It's uh, there's so much yeah. good stuff out there. Right. So yeah, that's one thing I was thinking about before the show. Is like uh, we've been, you know, 12, I'm 33, 34. Uh, <laughs> I remember there for a second. I'm 34 years old, and I, mean, I just remember when we turned 21. Granted, I was drink, drinking a lot of Bud Light, uh, not really trying to drink uh, craft beer, but I don't remember there being this no. much beer like back then. I mean, just like what do you think happened? It's just well, I, I was fortunate. I when I turned 21, I lived in Portland, Oregon, so that's a like a beer mecca. I mean, so I mean, what what we have going on now in the Midwest is probably. I mean, Adam, you are the encyclopedia of beer. You know more than me, but I mean, even back then, it was probably tenfold of what's going on around here now. Yeah. So I was really lucky, and that's how I got introduced to it. Um, but I think it just is expanded. I think people want local beer, you know, made in the areas that you know are around them, you know. And they want variety. That people are, are sick of, I think, just the regular BMC stuff. I think it's a whole movement, <clears throat> even outside of craft beer. Um, people just don't want to be fed the same mush. Yeah. You know? yeah. So mm-hmm. there's a big, you know, kind of push towards locally sourced food mm-hmm. and ingredients and and things of that sort. So it, it makes sense for beer to follow mm-hmm. in those footsteps. Same with gardening. People, yeah. There's more yeah. people getting into gardening. Mm-hmm. I mean, just on the way here, the can, Ottawa has a community garden and people mm-hmm. are organic, this and mm-hmm. that. Uh, sometimes I think the terms get exploited in companies, they do. Big, big markets and big companies take advantage of those sort of things. But yeah, I agree with you. It's not just beer. It's 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 kind it's, of a culture shift. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, getting back to our roots. For me, I, it is sort of the American roots. I agree. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. And for for me, it's like uh, when I was little, going to the store, I'd always come home with a new pack of baseball cards. Mm-hmm. Now, when I go to the store, I always come home with a new beer, something <laughs> <laughs> new. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's, it's a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a good crack one open, sure. see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same excitement you had opening a pack of cards. Yeah. I don't like that. That's really good. <laughs> That's cool. Um, all right. Well, that was some good backstory. That was good. Yeah. That was good. All right. So um, we've got a dock as usual. So we're kind of jumping around a little bit on our dock. But I think where we, I think we were, was it before the show uh, that we were talking about where everybody's from? So you guys are some from the area or no, not from the area? I forget. I mean, if we were, I don't know what we were recording at the time. I don't remember. Sarita, we Ottawa. Yeah, I, I went to Ottawa High School. I, I moved away in my Alex, early twenties. Alex also went to Ottawa. Alex is a little bit younger than us, but mm-hmm. yeah. And then we went to Serena High School, which is you know, five, five miles from here. Sure. Yeah. Okay. 
Cool. Yeah. Did you graduate? <laughs> we did. <laughs> Not with honors. Where, where you but... did you guys graduate? When did you graduate? Just out of curiosity. Oh, I, I was. Uh, you were 02. I was 02. Because I know I was 03. <laughs> okay. I was 03. I'm the long tooth of the bunch. I graduated in 98. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we're 99. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're all in the same. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Or I kind of was trying to date you guys, so that was my generic way of asking without really asking. <laughs> yeah, and then Alex We're is... not women. You can ask how old we are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, we don't mind. <laughs> well, I realized just the other day that uh, I'm closer to 50 than I am 16. <laughs> True story. I was like, for whatever reason... Yeah, I wish you wouldn't have said that. For whatever reason, I looked up David Spade. I was trying to think of a show he was on. Um, I don't know why... And then I went to my wife. I was like, oh, holy cow. <laughs> I'm I, because I, David Spade's 16 years older than me because he's 50. And I was like, holy cow. Wow, how about that? And I told her, she's like, you're old. I was like, well, what are you? Come on. But. Uh, oh, thanks, on. For, thanks for the down for the discussion. Poor, all right. All right. So, um,. I know, uh, I've talked to a few people, you know, about this episode mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, uh, everybody that I've talked to, it's unanimous. Everybody loves the name and loves the logo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you guys do that? How did you come up with that? And who came up with the logo and, and all that? It, Cause it's awesome. I mean, even if somebody doesn't drink beer, I think they would be happy to have your, your t-shirt. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. The our, our green logo it's great. is, is great. Um, Matthew Solis is his name. Did our logo. Um, he's a, he's a family friend. He, you know, this is his trade. He does, he lives out in, in Arizona, um, works for Fender guitars or did anyway. Um, and yeah, he, he, Everyone, like you said, everyone right. loves loves yeah. the logo and knocked it out the park. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh for sure. Wouldn't change a thing on it. No. Um, yeah, it's it's, awesome. it's, it's yeah. absolutely perfect. And uh, yeah, like I said, I've talked to some people who don't drink beer. They're like, I want one of those shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Are they selling them yet? And they're like, because we'll buy them very soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Get that the gift merch page on yeah. 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 it's, it's well, and, and the logo, the website's wonderful too. So oh, we can really give nice. a plug there. Where it's yeah, great. that was uh, Amanda Hart. Uh, I think her website is amandahart.net. She does amazing work. She is uh, my my best friend from high school. Uh, Robbie Hart ended up marrying her, and she's. Uh, been a friend of mine for a long time and when we had this stuff going reached out to her and she's been a huge help yeah yeah she does so much Mm -hmm. just with the website and flyers and everything that's really attached to us you can even our keg collars that keg collars she it's all it's it's all her i got one one question so when you guys get in the bar uh what do you guys got for our tap handle do you got that design? There's there's the start of it. There's a start, yeah. It's hanging. hanging. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a uh, okay. nice. So there'll there'll be you know a stamp that goes on there with okay. with our name and stuff. But yeah, it's you know it's it's rustic and it's um you know it's not super ornate but you know. Oh, okay. I keep looking at the other thing. <laughs> that was the original. That's your, that's that was the original, original name of the brewery. Of the brewery. Yeah. And this was all just sort of a fantasy. When, when this was a fantasy of my my aunt Sonia <laughs> oh. Graffis, she she painted that, and that that was our original original name was original name when we weren't like like 
you know, yeah, we're going to make a birthday like cake. Uh, yeah. Was, uh, Pearl so Jam for the listeners, it says Sad Turtle Brewing. It says Sad Turtle Brewing. Sad Turtle Brewing was the original. That'll be an obscure fact that hopefully will be a trivia question. Yeah. Only her here. Awesome. Yeah, Sad Turtle Brewing was the... That was like, you know, when people would come out to... This place used to look a lot different, so when people would come out and hang out... Yeah, this building we're in is... I mean, it's probably over 100 years old, and... And a close friend, Adam Walker, he helped us. You know, we're not carpenters at all. Far from we're we're brewers. We are far from carpenters. (laughs) And he helped us make this look what it looks like now. And it's still not much, but uh, you should have seen it before. If you were in here before, you would be worried that the roof would cave. The main thing is it's clean. You know, that's the main thing. It's clean. No, without without Adam, I mean, there's no way they could have started. It wouldn't even have happened. No, cool. It wouldn't even happen. Um, maybe, uh, let's see, I guess if it's okay with you guys, we could take a, uh, five minute break. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, maybe some refill. Some more beers, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing some empty ones on the table. <laughs> so sorry, everybody at home, but you're just going to have to deal with this this week. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're back, and we have just uh, poured some glasses of. So, te- yeah. So before we were drinking some Breaking Blonde. Is that correct? Yes, that's, that's correct. A coffee infused beer. Yep, mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, you followed it up with another fantastic beer. Could you please tell us what we're drinking? So this, this, the beer you're drinking right now has kind of a funny backstory <laughs> to it. Um, so <clears throat> the beer you're drinking right now was originally slated to be what we called our Pale Peel APA. So it was um, the same base beer you're drinking right here, but we would use grapefruit and citrus zest in the secondary. And it would give us this really citrusy um, aroma and mouthfeel, and it would add the citrusy bitterness, um, which we actually got really good reception from. And we, we weren't 100% sold on it, but the public seemed to yeah, like it a lot. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, we're like, well, yeah, but that's going to be one of our launch beers. So sure. we'll do that because it seems apropos for summertime. And, yeah. Um, so we brewed it, and we were waiting for our cola uh, application to go through. With And cola is um, certified online, online label application. Oh, okay. It's so, a federal. I was getting more specific. <laughs> it's a beer producer. Yes. Yeah. When, okay. we get, when we get a... After this, I want to I want to ask about the the regulation. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might take a whole other show. <laughs> so we were waiting for uh, our cola to get approved, which is something that's regulated by the TTB, which is a, the federal regulatory agency. Young. For, <laughs> for, <laughs> no, I'm not Um So they looked at the name of our beer and they're like. Uh, is there any like non-fermentables, uh, you know, like spices? And we're like, well, there's grapefruit zest in there. It's not a fermental. There's no sugar, so we're not extracting any sugar out of this. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, secondary. Post fermentation. It's all post fermentation. Yeah. And they're like, oh well, you have to apply for a formula online. 
Which is abnormal for a beer. Which is abnormal for a beer. It's it's more for like malt beverages, people who you do, oh, you know, like your four loco. Garbage, yeah. yeah, your four mm. loco and shit like that. <laughs> but um ugh. So we found can, that. Can we can we swear? I'm it's, sorry. It's, it's okay. I think it's okay. It is. Okay. Okay. Sure it's okay. And as the beer is slow, it yeah. will gradually increase. Yeah. Yeah. And more frequent. <laughs> my, my apologies. Four loco should be followed with shit. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Should be preceded. I always do that to people. Like, you know, that's malt liquor. What are you trying to say? Just say it, man. It's not beer. It's malt liquor. Just so you know. Yeah. So, no way. <laughs> so, we found out that we weren't probably going to be able to have our cola approved by the time we launched because the formula we would have to get approved has a longer wait period and then you have to go through a cola approval. So, we were a little disappointed. We're like, okay, well, we have this base beer. That I think crestfallen is the appropriate. Yeah. yeah. No, we're talking like. Months, weeks. So when you it's say probably, it's, process, it's probably a forty to forty-five day thing yeah. to get oh, wow. the formula approved. So, but and the, and yeah. the, the real and, bad news was we had brewed it. We, the yeah, base beer. Oh. So, so it was sitting in our fermenter, and mm. we're like, "Crap! What, what do we, what do, we do, do? What do we do with this beer? Because we can't add citrus or zest to it. So, we're like, well, we'll put in a new cola application, which is only like a two-week lead time, um, and we're just gonna do a massive dry hop." with the same hops that we put into the beer at the end of the boil to give it kind of the flavor and the aroma, but not necessarily the bitterness. So this there was 10 ounces of hops that went in this per barrel, which I don't know if anybody knows, but that's that's a decent it's amount a lot. Of, it's for a, lot a dry of, it's hop. It's a lot of dry hop. And, so, and when we say dry hop, that, that goes in after fermentation is over. It doesn't go into the boil, it goes mm-hmm. into the fermenter. Okay. So into the fermenter, we just put a bunch when of When the hops sugars in are converting to yep. the sugars are converted, the yeast is done. It's, it's oh, usually it's just going to sit oh, in all there. That's, yeah. that's all done. It's all done. Yeah, you yeah. wait till that's all done. And then, okay. Hmm. So yeah, dry hops only adds aroma. So maybe just a little, little bit of flavor and mostly aroma. So to be 100% completely throw the cards on the table, this is the first time we've brewed this beer. First time. Yep. Oh. Right there. <laughs> going, going well along. done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> what's, what's this one called then? So what we called this in, we, we debated over it. There, there was a good two hour Giant text, text, text session. It's got to be so funny. Yeah. You know great. what? You think it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to get the label approval thing yeah, going. And, we, you know, it's yeah. got to happen. And it, so it becomes, it becomes frustrating. Or not frustrating, but, you know, stressful. Like, you want to get it in and make sure we get something mm-hmm. good. But, Adam, what, what did we find? And I, so who's, was it Alex's? I think call? it was my idea. Was it was it yours? Okay. I don't want to take credit. Where credit's not. No, I, Alex, I Alex isn't here and you're beating him down. Yeah. Oh, Alex. Alex. Hey, that's his fault. <laughs> I knew it was, either, it was either Alex or Adam. I knew that. It wasn't me. So I know that. We ended up calling me. the beer fashionably late. Yeah. Because do, do, the, the, the amount of late hops. Do you guys get it? Ah, yeah. what, yes. The amount of late it's hops. Good. How late Works on too low. <laughs> yeah. We got that. Right. So, no, that's good. always got to be a backstory. Yeah. Yeah. We're incredible. But no. <laughs> and well, you, you so, will only find out about that here on <laughs> Ivy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's no one else Get the scoop on Ivy. With the approval for a logo, are you guys doing a keg only at this point mm-hmm. what's the fascination I, I know it's logo but am i am i thinking of it too literally it's just a, it's it's just a label that goes over the keg collars okay yeah. so when we deliver them to um our bars. distributing partners or our bars 
Um, and we have an example there. Okay. So that's what it looks we like. Need from from listening to Corolla so much, I remember hearing all his heartache about doing his Mangria. Okay. Um, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And he had the same complaints, and I and that's what we, I, I suppose now is probably an appropriate time. Like so, yes. for regulation. I mean, what do you, do you have to go through the state of Illinois to get a brewer's license? Yes. Or, well, well, here's here's how that went. <laughs> so so we're in Serena Township. Cool. Okay. Which which is a dry township. Oh. Um. So we had to start. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to start with the township. So we had to start with the township and wow. had to ask the board. Um, you know, we're not selling beer at the location, we're just manufacturing, and they were mm-hmm. super, super supportive. Um, yeah, they were great. Group. Why would they ever have a problem right. with that? Yeah. Um, it's old school, uh, old school law, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, who knows how long that dates back. And then, uh, and then we had to go to the county, and I talked to um, Matt Stafford, who who helped us immensely again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're yeah. listing off people here like crazy, but That's again, cool. without without Matt, I mean... It takes a village, Dennis. It yeah. takes yeah. a village. It takes <laughs> a village. A pretty big village, too, yeah, by the way. And he was like, well, there's no... You know, we didn't... LaSalle County didn't have anything that we could do out here in rural farm country, basically. So we, uh, we came up with the idea from... From some up, I forget the other county, uh, a neighboring Kendall? Kendall County, maybe, um, to to change a special use permit to be able to have a brewery. So we went to the county zoning board of appeals. That was probably in April of 2014, and had them add that wording, out of mm-hmm. whatever it's called, to the. To the special use permit that got approved then we got to apply for what we had changed that got approved Jeez. yeah <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be a whole tale yeah, that, was, that, was, yeah. tale. That's that's just, that was just the genesis of that's it. just yeah. local yeah. so as yeah, you get out local. further yeah. you get from state and then mm-hmm. federal okay so now this is making a little bit more sense why there's not more uh local brewers right the and, and the city of ottawa is probably different yeah, I, I'm not, you know, because we're not inside the city limits, so that's probably a different story. But in rural LaSalle County, that's de- that was definitely how it was going to go. Um, and then, yeah, we had to file for the federal government, the TTB, next. What does that stand for? Tobacco Tax and, tax trade. and trade. Tax and Trade Bureau. Bureau. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I like knowing yeah. the acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's too many of them. Sick of the acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> we just want to sell our beer. Well, so, yes. <laughs> when you bring it up, you so immediately look up the immediately so look at the over you guys, and it's like, well, I want to know about this anguish. Stuff. You know, honestly, it probably. It probably couldn't have gone better than it did, and we didn't really have any problems working with no, any of the agencies. No, but it's just a very good. it's just a lot of red tape. It's a bureaucracy, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. But you didn't have any issues. You were able to get the through the state, through the federal, all that. Mm-hmm. So we did. The, the biggest roadblock for us was answering the same kind of type of questions over and over again that yeah. we'd already answered before. Mm-hmm. Um, which was okay because we had already answered them, so we already knew how we were going to yeah. answer them, but. There was a few things that popped up here and there, but um, you know, it, all in all, I guess we kind of you know took the path of least resistance to get ourselves in the market, which is why you're sitting in a one-car garage that's been rezoned as a brewery. So I mean, we're, we're small, but we embrace the fact that we're small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hence the nano brewery. Hence the, the first nano. time I ever heard that. Yeah, we it's are, smaller than a micro. We're a true nano. Yeah. 
but we're we're really happy with that. I mean, we're we're self-funded. We're we're not beholden to anyone. There's no investors aside from us, and um, we're really thrilled that we can do the sort of creative things that we can do to bring yeah. you know our beer market. And you know, so far in terms of people trying it, we haven't had any major complaints or anything. No. You know I mean? So I mean, I, I've got to ask: uh, are, are you guys ready? For the demand that's about to hit once you guys release <laughs> this stuff? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. I hope not. I hope the demand far out exceeds the supply because the supply isn't all that great right now because we're brewing on such a small scale. But we're we're ready to put out a quality product, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean start that's with the quality. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, and that's that's yeah. that's really our philosophy. Yeah. We don't wanna we wouldn't we don't wanna put beer out there that, that we wouldn't drink, that we would be disappointed in. And trust me, we've tried craft beer on the market that we are disappointed in. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just stuff that we don't feel like is great. So we want to make sure that first and foremost the quality is there and that and that people like it, and then we'll worry about scaling up and, and sure. doing that That's, stuff. Yeah, just you know. don't get out over your skis. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. One step. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to overpromise in terms of you know what we can put out in terms of you know quantity, but mm-hmm. we want to. We we're, we have no problem. You know. Delivering quality. If you need any uh, tasters, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just down the road. <laughs> I'm available most weekends, evenings. So uh, drop by. Anytime. Tasters always out. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were at the Mash, the Morel Fest. Was not that? not this year. We this year. Uh, we had just gotten um, uh, our inspection, and we were still waiting for the approval to produce here. Okay. So we could not produce for that event. We were there in 2014, which was really kind of the impetus of this whole thing right. getting going. I mean, we always had the idea, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, then you could probably talk about like once we saw people's reaction to our yeah. beer, we were. I mean, we really after Morel Fest uh, in 2014, yeah. we, you know, everyone was everyone loved it, and it was, was we had been talking about was it, it, but yeah, it, then it was city time. at that point, or we were it was. City just as kind of a brewing club, homebrewing mm-hmm. club, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just the four of us. We actually oh, formed our own homebrew club per yeah. se. I did air quotes there, sorry. So we went on because I'm an American Homebrewers Association member, and we would also. To really to become a homebrew club, all you have to do is be an American Homebrewers Association member and go onto their website and just register yourself as a club. So because it was a homebrew kind of uh, you know event, we're like, well, we should be an actual homebrew club. So we I, mean, were, I mean, I think we were a club. We all brewed yeah, together yeah, all the time. Yeah, so yeah, we, we just were. never made it official. Formal, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, then uh, then the reception at that was. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, we had talked about mm-hmm. it. I don't know how seriously we had talked about it, but after that, it it was like yeah, you got to ask. All right, let's mm-hmm. yeah, let, let's do this. I think it was always a serious dream. I just don't oh, know yeah. that we that we thought we could pull it off. Right. But then mm-hmm. it was like, well, what would it take? And then mm-hmm. we started really looking at it logistically, and it seemed doable. Mm-hmm. It seemed doable. So here we are. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. I like that you're starting. Where the way you're approaching it, I think, is perfect. I mean, you're you're not trying to get in over your head. You're you're starting small. You're releasing it at two locations here coming up, so it's yes. a good, perfect time to uh, mention that. Um, two the, the big events coming right up. It's just this month, right in June. Yeah, yeah, ten. It's well, actually ten days away. I'm not sure oh, when you guys are going to release this. This week, uh, okay. it's either tomorrow or Thursday. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
So yeah, the, the which sorry to the listeners is Wednesday or Thursday. They, they're going to get it Wednesday. <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll figure it out. So <laughs> next next week sometime. They're listening okay. already. So I guess yeah. <laughs> so you guys going to be at the Shaker? Yeah, Shakers. They're yep. not only Shakers. Red Ottawa. Dog uh, Grill. Yep, which is yeah. over at Heritage Harbor, their brand new restaurant. So, so we'll be at Shakers um, on on June twelfth. Tapping kegs, first pours at mm-hmm. uh, at six o'clock. Yep. We'll have four varieties there. Two I know. Of I want which, to come. Two of which you're trying now. Two that uh, yep. are still are still waiting. But yeah. uh, and then we'll be at the Red Dog on the on the thirteenth on Saturday and be tapping kegs at three fifty nine. Three fifty nine. I think the event yeah, yeah. is from four to seven. Yeah. But uh, I think the first pour is going to be three fifty nine, and they've got. Uh, live band and a bunch of stuff going on out there under yeah. the tent so that's out at heritage harbor oh, the band? i just like, got an email today and i can't i don't i don't know okay. top of my head <laughs> that's okay. like zones or something like. i think as, i could look it up actually as a side note i just saw in the news that illinois just passed something a happy hour yeah anybody else see that yeah that's, that's okay again you can now have discounts for happy hour yeah oh that was was a, that a thing that you couldn't I, the city of chicago has restrictions for open bar fee like for new year's eve where you drop huh. whatever like a hundred dollars and you can drink all night that that technically was illegal oh really yeah no kidding huh. i think it still is but that's similar to you but yeah there was some kind of rule that was passed where if you had a special in a bar, it had to be all day or yep. something like that. Yep. But now they can go back to, I guess, the way it was, yeah. which they outlawed a happy hour pricing because they felt it was causing binge drink. Mm-hmm. Binge drinking. Was uh, it down they passed it and they found out it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Hey, news flash. <laughs> People are going to binge drink whether you have a happy hour or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if, if you don't mind, it's it's the Jim Essel band. Okay. That, I, I haven't heard of them either, but cool. I'm sure I'm sure they're good. I'm sure, they're awesome. They're just yeah. that place just opened, right? Real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think reopened. late May. Okay. So, yeah, their yeah. grand opening was over Memorial Day weekend. Right. On. Yep. Yep. Right. They've been big advocates of us. We're we're happy to have their beer there, and Shakers is the same. They've been big yeah. advocates yeah. of yeah. us. Both places they. They're such huge supporters. A long time ago, they started yeah. talking to us. Well, yeah. Shakers got a lot of good taps too. Shakers they did. What do they have? Yeah. twenty. Really? Yeah. More. I think more. Yeah. 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 Wow. Like and they've expanded. Yeah. So they, yeah. they, they do a really good job of getting mm, good absolutely. beers there. Uh, I remember when, um, I don't know, I'm going to space Dogfish Head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe about a year ago, year and a half ago, they first came to the Illinois Valley. Yep. And they had a, a Martinos out there promoting mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Tap Takeover. Um, yeah. And it yeah. was awesome. Like, uh, I, I I don't know. I was with one of my buddies and he's like, oh, let's go. It's like, we'll probably get taken care of. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and we drank very well that night. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't go nuts. We were only there for a couple hours, but I got to try a lot of good. Yeah. You can do a lot of damage in a couple hours. Yeah. Well, especially yeah. when you're drinking some heavy, yeah. uh, you're yeah. drinking some 90 minute, 120 minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They'll, they'll get catch up to you quick. That's hey, the only uh, thing with the uh, drinking the craft beer. Like lately I've been doing uh, a lot of renovations around my house, just mm-hmm. fixing things up and, I can't drink craft beers nope. while I'm doing renovations. No, me neither. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah. I switch to something much simpler. You gotta yeah. do it either very slowly or switch to something lighter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, I, I drink hams when I'm doing. Ooh, I respect hams. that. I used to. I used to drink hams when hey, I lived out in Portland. Eleven ninety nine a thirty pack at Herman's. Yeah. <laughs> it's a daily drinker. Yeah. And it's delicious. I, people always kind of bust my chops about it. It's like. Hey, uh, I mean, I, I use Beer Advocate as my sort of mm-hmm. guiding light. Not really, because I sometimes can see the 
something that the scores don't always make complete sense to me, but Hams is actually rated as like sort of a fair, mm-hmm. which isn't mm-hmm. poor or bad. No. And it's certainly better than Coors Light, Bud Light, sure. or Miller Light. Um, and all, all my buddies who are like diehard Bush Light drinkers, it's like, eh, at least this has a flavor. I'd, I'd, yeah. much, I'd much rather drink Hams than yeah. Bush yeah. Okay. And I say that to people, it's like, you know, the people that like good beer like ham so like yeah well they don't know what they're talking it's like yeah well, everybody has their own tongue I'm not going to tell you how to use it Clayton I can, I can relate to that because in college I kind of contrary to what normal college students would drink I drink old style and people think old style they're, they're, they kind of call it dog, dog style or you <laughs> yeah, know they're sure. like oh that's just what you drink in the bleachers at Wrigley when you're right. trying to get hammered you know mm. but actually old style has won a number of Medals at the Great American Beer Festival and the World Beer Cup for cream uh, style ale. Uh, I'm not going to advocate uh, drinking right. old stuff. <laughs> I'm going to have to do another couple laps on old style. Where did you go to school at? Just on Western the- Illinois University. Okay. Yeah, nothing wrong with old style either. I, like I said, I also want, like the same way I feel like when I talk to people about music, um, I'm not going to be super critical if you say you like country, western, or any mm-hmm. kind of music. I mean, I have a hard time wrapping my head around how you could get on board with like modern country or like a lot of the crap that's out there but hey man if that's your flavor that's your taste same thing same way i feel about beers like if you're into like uh something that i i kind of feel is sort of subpar at best by all means if you enjoy it go for it who am i to judge it's not my place but (laughs) i certainly will share my opinion (laughs) right right yeah we're not here to judge everybody's entitled to their own right no, and if you guys are doing work like that, I think the craft beer movement has made a big push, like with the uh, with the session IPAs, yeah, that are lower ABV that are <laughs> yeah probably compar- comparable to a book or like a Bud Light or Miller Light, maybe a few points higher, but not yeah. Much. I like I'm a fan of the uh, what's it Rebel Rebel Rider. That's yeah, Sam Adams. Yeah, Sam Adams. Oh, the new Sam one? Adams. Their like session the, IPA. I don't know if I've tried that. One. Yeah, I like I like the all day a lot, of which I think is Founders. So the, the best I've had is the slow ride. That is good. Yeah, you just encouraged me to try that. It's new really new good. Belgium makes that, and I actually I make a pilgrimage out to Denver every year for the Great American Beer Festival. So on the label for the slow every, ride every year. Uh, for the past it? three okay. years, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have a picture of a couch that they turn into a bicycle. And I actually got to ride on that couch that's on there. <laughs> really? I kind couch? Of, I can't that's quite cool. picture that. I have a picture on my phone. I'm not going to show you. Yeah, what that's good. Help the One of my questions, just since we're, we're on the, the styles and the different types of beer, let's, let's kind of go around the table and kind of share. If you had to pick a favorite style of beer, oh, you know. Oh, boy. Um, what that's going to be easy couple, for me. Maybe a couple of uh, yeah. non second, third. You know, like, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, my favorites are Brian. Brian. Brian's. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's the first time we met. Come on. For, Give a, us for, a, break. for a long time, I've just, I think since my early 20s, I've just loved IPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, I don't know, they're everything you I could ever ask for in a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I also really like. like a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to get too descriptive here. <laughs> Uh, but I also love stouts a lot, and I've been I've been trying some new stuff. Dennis has encouraged me to uh, you know try sours, which okay. I never thought I would. That's like. like a whole like super snooty kind of thing. Like that's where the people are. It at. doesn't have to be. <laughs> no, I know. The only yeah. people you, you got to really be into beer before you're like. Oh yeah, yeah. So you got to be ready for a you don't sour. you don't go from Bud Light to sours. Yeah, no. we went out all the time. So as a, I don't, I'm lost. What, okay. what would be a sour? What would be a common a popular one? A popular sour around here would be um, Distill makes a lot. Yeah. 
in Bloomington. That's okay. a brewery in Bloomington. I've heard of that. Yes. And they may they have a wild sour series, which you can get at Herman's. Okay. Um, and my favorite one, they have a Flanders Red, and uh, it's it. You know, it, I always compare it to if you're a Bud Light drinker and try an IPA, it's like, what what am I drinking? Yes, I've done that. If, if you're a craft beer drinker and have never had a sour and try a sour, yeah. it's that same. It's, it's really, yeah. it's that okay. much yeah. different. Okay. Yeah. Um, to, so I, to I'm a novice when it comes to tasting them, but I, I'm familiar with them. I mean, mm-hmm. I've heard of them, I know of them, but I, I haven't gone down that road. I'm intrigued. So I'm gonna, you should, yeah, you should try some. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. They're, they're definitely worth a try, even if they're not the kind of thing that I could drink more than a couple of, but Dennis can. I can. I can. Dennis. And at some point, he probably couldn't <laughs> drink yeah. more than a couple of them, but, or was it just first? I think I could. Straight first side away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they're available to style. That's a, a brewery, Bloomington, available down at Herman's because they, they. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. they're oh, yeah. adding new brews every week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Herman's probably, has probably at Rudy's too. I don't know. Yeah, probably at Rudy's. Yeah, Her, and probably at Four Seasons in Morris. Um, hmm. they, they, I think in the Wild Sour series that Distill has, I think there are four or five different ones. There's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, there's several. Yeah. Red can, green can. Yeah, we see different ones, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Right. But it's it's not for the faint of heart. No. I'll tell you this. So, funny story about a sour. So Dennis and I were drinking a sour the other day while we were brewing, and I'm like, we have pH test strips to touch our test our the pH <laughs> yeah. of our mash. And I'm like, you know, sours are brewed with essentially it's bacteria, so it's like Brettanomyces, and it imparts this really lactic acidic taste in the beer. And I I know beer is probably more acidic than people realize. So I'm like, well, let's take a pH strip and let's test the acidity of the sour. So we put it on and then we were like torn, like, is it two and a half or is it three? Wow. <laughs> so I'm in, I work I work for environment I work in environmental. So if you're lower than two and a half, that's considered hazardous waste. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's Coca, is it Coca-Cola or is that basic? Or co- I don't know. Yeah, no, you're well, right. Coca-Cola is super acidic. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. In, yeah. It's sort of like OJ and whatever, yeah. but yeah, it's really low. Yeah, Coke really actually low. got them to change the law so that their waste wasn't considered. <laughs> they got them to raise it up. Really, but yeah. polish, uh, yeah, yeah, right. polish rust off, uh, yeah. clean your battery terminals, yeah. whatever. So yeah, sours are not for the faint of heart. In there, but the, but there's a there's a different degree of sours. I mean, Flanders Red is a very very in your face sour. Mm-hmm. There's other there's blonde sours um, from. Jolly Pumpkin that that are a lot more mild. They're funkier, not as tart. Mm-hmm. They taste almost funky, um, <laughs> like something's not quite right, but it's really good. Yeah. Oh, right, like that. That doesn't sound appealing. No, but that's the kind of stuff that so like good, you get for people that go. None and of these seal. descriptors are working for me. Here. <laughs> sounds funky and acidic. Do you want to try something? <laughs> sort of stinks. Yeah. But that's true of like you know I have some friends in Chicago who've been turning me on to like saisons and stuff and like yeah those are all the Belgian ones yeah right? yeah I like There's they a place in are probably yeah. you would probably describe them the same way but they're also mm-hmm. really really good if, yeah. you, if you give it a chance yeah. well what's right. your problem? so yeah so Brian IPA is the the heart IPA is my heart and soul yeah. okay yeah. always right. will be okay Adam Adam okay that's me uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to harken a little bit to what Brian said. So, like, my original love of when I actually broke in a craft beer proper was probably three years ago when I was in Bend, Oregon. I was at Deschutes Original Brewery, 
and I had their fresh squeezed IPA. And this was before it was commercially available. Yeah, it was only you can get at, it here now, but you couldn't back then. Yeah, there. it was only Neat. at the brewery. So I loved IPAs. But since then, my tastes have kind of migrated a little bit. I still love IPAs, but I'm really big into kind of big, um, robust barrel aged stouts right okay. now. Um, but it's hard to be into those and drink a lot of them because when you buy them, you're like, oh, this is awesome. I have this. And then you put it on a shelf in your basement and you let it sit for like two years. Uh, so oh. you, there's like an aging process. It's the bourbon barrel. Thing. It's the bourbon that's barrel. That's what you're supposed to do? Is you yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. flavors, they, they develop it. I thought maybe you, you decided you it's like like fine, it and you forgot. Oh, about no, it. no, no, no. It's, it's a like fine a wine kind of deal. High alcohol. Yeah, that's gotcha. you can age okay. them, yeah. So you can you can age and um, you know like a, a good example was a couple weeks ago at Brian's house we had uh, uh, Founders makes a uh, KBS which is a Kentucky Bourbon Stout so we had a 2014 versus a 2015 which whenever they bottle it it's already been aged for a year but when you can you know secondary age it in your cellar or your basement or whatever and we tried both beers side by side and it was like night and day difference. No, you don't agree? Well, no, I, I, I don't disagree, but I, I, I think the majority, of, I think we poured out like six different ones for six different people. I think maybe 80% of us were not in a position to <laughs> properly taste. <laughs> do, you do, do you do a special glass? I mean, I, I've heard, I, I got some of the Goose Island bourbon barrel mm-hmm. this year. I got a four pack. And sadly, I, I just put it in my fridge and that's where it's been. That's know. okay. You that's can, all right. You can age in your fridge. Okay. But- uh, are you supposed to use like a brandy snifter or something? Because trying to pour a 12 ounce thing of that into a pint glass seems like that's yeah. a big task. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. You got to trick one you're, of those buggers. You're, you know, Clayton, you're exactly right. Like for those types of beers, you're supposed to use a snifter glass because yeah. it kind of, it's a ball. So it's supposed to like kind of volatilize and keep those flavors like right above your nose and, um, I don't know. I'm sounding beer snobby now. No, but that's that's what I've heard too. So it's I was trying to okay. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's just the truth. But I, I tried to pour, I poured a 12 ounce one of them and I drank it and then I was like, well, I'm going to go home and go to bed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had it. about four or five beers before that and then after we had dinner and it was like, well, I'm done. I think they're it's nine o'clock. It's time yeah. to go to bed. I think they're great to share among friends. That's yeah. Yeah. You could pour yeah. like if you could share it with the, with maybe three or four other people, it's mm. probably about perfect. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You don't just pour it for yourself. No. Yeah. That's you know, same with like hop slam and you know some of that stuff. Yeah, like yeah. it's really just that's from Ale Asylum. That is from Bell's. Oh, Bell's. Yeah. It's just I've and I used to when I was you know in my youth drink them on my own, just have the one. But now it's like it's just too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just too much alcohol. Well, it's <laughs> beer's always. It's just like anything. It's better when you get to share it with someone. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So Adam, you cool. started IPA, but now you shifted. I've shifted somewhat. And, and when I say that, I say that with... He's not completely off the reservation like Dennis, though. No. Well, I know what you mean, you, you have your... Depending on what it, what it is, you, you're yeah. into a few different ones. So we yeah. can do a first, okay. second, third. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, you know. Dennis. How about you? All right. So, I mean, I love sours. <laughs> so, uh, sour. He's the one with the most developed palate. Uh, <laughs> well, or or maybe it's the worst because... <laughs> it tastes uh, like stomach acid. But it's, oh, man, it's good. It's um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love regurgitated pot. <laughs> <laughs> I love pale ales and IPAs and farmhouse ales and everything. But, uh, yeah, I'm on a big sour kick right now. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, sours are, are a, a tough customer because, the like Adam said, the you know, their yeast is, is basically bacteria. And uh, 
you know, you, you can't really, you know, especially in a building this small, brew a sour and then the next day brew an ale because the, the yeast is so invasive, it, it will sour so everything really? in the brewery okay. for a long, yeah. long time to come because it'll stay in the air, it'll stay on surfaces, and it will get everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't see it, but it's there, and it, cool. it will infect everything. Um, so... Yeah, we'll have we, we'll have to have a second system. When we expand we can, in the yeah, next yeah. building, maybe this will have be the a sour second. brewery. Right. This yeah. could be yeah, this could be the, <laughs> the sour original brewery. room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. John, you're not getting out of this. What what do you get? What you yeah, what yeah. yeah, what do you guys like? Oh me? Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, well, I, I think I started out more like the American Pale Ale, but yeah. I've shifted into IPA. So mm-hmm. I'm kinda like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Shifted into IPAs and Actually, what you've got sitting on the table there, the uh, the anti-hero, Revolution Hero, yeah. that's uh, certainly one of my favorites. I mean, just as kind of like my uh, standard, you know, day-to-day beer would be the Sam Adams, the, the Rebel, yeah. Rebel mm-hmm. Rider. Mm-hmm. Rider. Um, yeah, I'd say that's kind of where I am right now. All right. Well, I, I'm an American Pale Ale guy, but yeah. um, I think my, what first turned me on to craft beer was when I was in high school. I got to go to Germany for like a German trip. I paid sure. for it myself, mm-hmm. and we went to... Uh, the southern Germany and the, the um, southern Austria and Switzerland, and we went to all these different places. My mom, my mom signed the waiver so I could drink. Oh, nice! You know, so and we were with a her cool teacher mom. and everything. Yeah, she, she didn't care. I mean, she cared, but she also knew that hey, well, it's probably you're going to Germany. It's yeah. part of the culture. Right. Yeah. Uh, we were in Bavaria. We're going to the Munich. We're going to the Hopper House. We're going oh, to us, all these different places where fantastic. monks have been brewing beers for four hundred years, yeah. and they do a ton of wheats. And it was yeah. the first time that I heard of a Rodler or like the, the, the lemonade beers that they're coming out then. Now they're mm-hmm. becoming more and more popular. Mm-hmm. So I was first turned on to the wheats. Um, and I'm actually kind of coming back around on a lot of the wheat beers now, especially summer seasonal. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a, there's some decent stuff, good good beers that are, are well, I mean, definitely worth drinking or trying. Um, but yeah, more the Moon Man is still my kind of peak, but I'm also doing stouts. I like a, I like a really good coffee stout. Nuglaris makes one. Um, I got a Bell's coffee stout that mm-hmm. I, I like quite a bit. So, uh, but eventually maybe I'll get to the sours. Yeah. We'll see how. Have you ever like. had a road slush? The no, but that's another new. I think I've it's probably new, tried oh, it, but I don't yeah. remember. Oh, it's an old stout. It is. Yeah. It is good. really, really good. Is it? Yeah. So I probably had it, but sometimes you, if you, if it's been, I need to do another refresher. <laughs> Because we, we did, I mean, I probably had a, a good chunk of the uh, Nuglaris brews, and, and uh, John and I have talked about Nuglaris a ton. They're sure. our favorite. They actually follow us on Twitter, don't they? Yeah, they do. Cool. Well, they are not. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So, I think we do, too. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> but those guys, I mean, it's just a legendary, uh, and I like that every year they come out with a different, uh, you know, there's the once one-of-a-kind ones, and Mm-hmm. kind of hang on to them for a while and, and they had the imperial pale ale the double ipa that they came out with last year mm-hmm. that was spectacular and um this year they had a, a hopster like a wheat uh-huh. uh, oh, nice. a pale ale that was really good and but, so yeah. obviously clayton is our beer connoisseur sure. yeah. Yeah. John, you're not i know but yeah. you haven't got the tongue for <laughs> but you guys well, did more developed for yes. sure <laughs> well guys um I don't know. What do you guys got? To, you guys, you guys got to go anywhere? You got time to, to yeah. do one more refill and then? Uh, I think that sounds perfect. And then, yeah. and then finish it out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, that sounds good. That's perfect. Can't probably go beyond that because then I can't drive home. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get home too. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. the only person who lives yeah. here. He can just go. Yeah. Go I'll, go. I'll, I'll sit here for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We will be right back after after a short break. Okay. 
nowhere else to go I was paid to shoot a man I just shot him and then I ran I didn't even get the money I owed I turned around and took to the road I've been wandering to where I And made my way to Chicago I see the fire of the barrel And bullet fly like an arrow I see the trouble in the poor man's eyes I see his soul take to the skies Once again, filled our glasses with our choice. I have gone back to the breaking blonde. <laughs> so, something new. I'm telling you the story in between the, you know, in the break about my uh, fear of beer flavored anything due to a uh, coffee flavor. Co I'm sorry, yeah, beer. <laughs> <laughs> coffee flavored anything. Um, so, and I was. Do so you have uh, a new affinity for coffee? I do, now. yeah. This is totally, I'm. Just uh, very happy. This is awesome. Yeah. So that's why I chose it as my second, nice. second trying here. So, uh, um, so we wanted to finish things off now. So sure. with uh, you mentioned, um, we have on our dock here. I had a question. I, I had to ask if there was any disaster stories. I figure if you're <laughs> learning how to do brewing. Something has to go wrong. Oh yeah. yeah. So well, have you had any like major <laughs> things explode? Anything like that? So nothing explode, but um, okay. So the the first time, maybe not the first time, but we when we were early in development with our IPA years ago, um, we we were brewing it in this building before it looked like this. It was me and Adam, and uh, there was a strong storm, and we're like, All right, that's fine. We'll, we're gonna get the brew done anyway. Um, severe thunderstorm going on, but no big deal. Actually, you guys had started... I was here for part of that day. Okay. And when I got here, I was only here for a couple hours. Me and uh, my daughter came over, Maggie. Uh-huh. And you guys were brewing outside. Yeah, we were. Because <laughs> it was yeah. super nice out. But yeah. then, like, the thunderstorm came. And I remember helping you guys move it inside. But then I had to leave. And that's when the the real yeah. fireworks started. So, so, so then, you know, the power goes out. And, you know, every, a lot... Brewing, you need electricity, you need to pump stuff, you need to pump water, and our old system, we could kind of get away with not pumping a lot of stuff. So we were like, all right, we'll just drain everything with gravity and it'll be fine, no power, no big deal. So then we were like, well, we get to the end and we gotta chill the boiling wart down to temperatures that is able to pitch the yeast, which is 70 degrees. So, you know, the power's out. <clears throat> My well... Runs on power. Runs on power. <laughs> oh. But we didn't realize it. So, like, we have this immersion <laughs> war chiller. It's, 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 it's copper coil mm -hmm. that you put into your boil kettle, and you boil it for 15 minutes for the end of the boil, and that sanitizes it. And then when you're ready to take your wart and chill it down to 70 degrees, you just turn on the water and run it through there, and it's a counterflow chiller. And, you know, so... We're like, okay, well, we're all ready to go, and the power's out, but we don't, we don't really care, you know. Yeah, whatever. Everything it's is pro, pro, propane fired, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. 
we go to turn the 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 work chiller on and we're like, uh oh. Like we, we got a we, problem. We have a problem. <laughs> so we don't have water. We don't have the ability to push cold water through it to chill our wart. So um, we were like, well, we, we don't know what to do. So we're like, we have to get resourceful. Mm-hmm. So, so we get, we ended up going down <laughs> the road half a mile and getting one of my uncle's, um, cow water troughs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we got a cow water trough. We took the same thing. What we're looking at here, the boil kettle, except it was much smaller, took it outside and had rainwater and stuff in it and put that in and got <laughs> you know, frozen peas and <laughs> anything we could find in the freezer to cool the water down and put the boiling pot in <laughs> to, to, to get it to cool down. And the main water source was actually his daughter's pool. Yeah. So yeah, a plastic, you know, a plastic kiddie pool. Right. Plastic kiddie pool. So we're like, well, we pour that in the cow trough and we have, we're sitting there with this boiling hot kettle of wort in there and we're like stirring it around and we're trying to, you know, so to cool this wart and we'll just to be clear, these are not the current brewing practices. Yes, these are not, yeah, yeah, these are not the clarified. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So then we get to the point where we're like, well, what's expendable that's in the freezer? So um, <laughs> he's like running things by his wife. He's like, well, honey, honey, do, do do we really need this? And like, there's like a bowl of like rum punch that was in the freezer, and mm-hmm. she's like, she was kind of hemming and hawing. And he's like, all right. You're you're being too indecisive, so <laughs> we threw gone, it in. Gone. And throw it in the the pool water, which isn't in contact with the beer, by the way. Right. Throw it in the yeah, pool just water. so that's clear. <laughs> yeah. We're throwing all rainwater. It, it, it just makes the the water around it cold, which in turn makes the the liquid inside the kettle colder. So while this is happening, you know, yeah. there's still a thunderstorm, and we're we're just outside this door, and me and Adam look look to the north and there's a tornado on the ground what yeah. <laughs> yeah. but we couldn't abandon the brew we couldn't so abandon the brew no so like that that probably the wind direction you know you know it's funny because you know dennis actually studied meteorology for like a little time in, a in, time. Sc- in school yeah. <laughs> semester two for a he, time he's like no and he's like no it's going past us and we're like <laughs> and we were worried for a while thanks mark strong <laughs> So we're like, okay, well, let's just forget about the tornado that's, you know, a half Very mile down. away. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And let's worry about chilling this beer down. And uh, this is actually kind of a disaster story that turned out it, good. It was really good, yeah. So it turned out fine. <laughs> we ended up chilling the wart down to pitching temperature. We pitched the wart, and everything turned mm-hmm. out great, except for we realized there was one variable. So our, our kettle has a, uh, a ball valve on the bottom that we use to, um, you know, drain it into a fermenter. So we went to pull the kettle out of the kiddie pool slash cow trough thing. And this valve that should be closed, we realized was open. So at that point, we didn't know if there was intrusion of frozen peas and cow water and rum rum punch into the beer or if beer like pushed out into that. So... We're like, well, there's really nothing we can do now. So we pitched it, and it turned out to be a really good beer. It turned out to be a good beer. Got some pictures of a tornado. And uh, (laughs) And no pea aftertaste or nothing. No, no, no. no. Just to to reiterate, these are not the current (laughs) (laughs) programs. You're at the licensing board. All right. (laughs) 
but yeah, that was, uh, that was that was a that was one uh, hell of a brew day. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But that beer tasted just too. extra better. Just it it, did, yeah. just that much sweeter. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I've got to ask the question: When can I get a bottle? Of Radium City beer. <laughs> that is a great question. It's a good question. Adam and I have been talking about this recently. Yeah, we, we've been kicking around the idea, and um, you know, we we understand that at our current size, that it's 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 tough to do. Um, so we're you know we're doing right now we're doing six still kegs, which is a sixth of a barrel, just over five gallons, and um, there is. There's there's good profit margin in in, in bottles and, and things of that sort, but there's also a lot of investment in the actual glass itself, labels, hand bottling because sure. we don't have a bottling line. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine know. you can go out. Did you guys there. check Craigslist for a bottling line? <laughs> yeah. Is there, no, we haven't. Maybe we should pursue that. Yeah. It's maybe a swap. I don't know. Yeah. Put it through Dennis's living room. I don't know how his wife will feel about that. Yeah. You don't really need that, right? right. So you would have to do the whole hand bottling. We, would yeah, to we'd have to bottle. hand yeah. bottle with like a counter pressure bottle filler and, and that. And really, the only way that it's feasible for us is to kind of do some very specific um, higher ABV stuff in the 22 ounce bottles, like the bombers. Yeah. Um, so I think one of our first thoughts is the mushroom porter that we kind of mm-hmm. made last year at Morel Fest, and um, it's a porter, and we use a specific type of mushroom that actually imparts a lot of maple and um, uh, walnut flavor into the beer. What kind of mushroom? Just it's a candy cap mushroom. So when we would hand people that beer, I, I used to hand it to people and say, "Tell me what's in there." And I would tell them it was mushrooms. They'd be like, "Oh, well, there's maple syrup, and you know, did you put walnuts or pecans in there?" I'm like, really? "No, like that's mushrooms." Where you, where's the source of something like that? I've never even heard of that kind of. Um, so these grow wild in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Um, but yeah. there's a number of companies who will, you know, harvest them and and you know freeze dry them, and, and you can order them from there. So cool. I'm, I like I'm a mushroom guy. And, and just like yeah. I'm not a coffee guy, man, I am not a mushroom guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm oh, with you there oh, too. All right, Morel Fest, we're going to brew a mushroom beer. It's going to be great, but is it going to be? <laughs> and I don't know I'm, 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 I'm telling you, yeah. it is. It's really good. It's really good. It sounds, it sounds it's really good. Right. So yeah, don't, it really if does. you're not a mushroom fan, don't be scared of this beer, just like if you're not a coffee So maybe, fan, maybe we can look forward to a, okay. a mushroom porter bomber. So, yeah, that's kind of what we're like talking about idea. is... <clears throat> I think that in our in our relatively you know near future, probably not you know next three months or whatever, but beyond that, you know we, we want to see if we can get some specialty brews into bombers and, and get them distributed locally. Um, and we probably look at places like Herman's and Rudy's and stuff like yeah. that. That's, yeah, yeah, uh, nice. <clears throat> so there's you know nothing super imminent, but you know again. We have a lot of flexibility, so there's yeah. a lot of different things we can do here. You told me you gave me the the right answer. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. Yeah, it's the, the plan is <laughs> the plan is the plan is you know. And again, we are starting very small. Like I said, it's just we're just kind of four schmucks <laughs> who who uh, you know this is all self funded and and uh, you know worked. Not that we haven't had a lot of help from friends and, and family and stuff, yeah. but. Um, it's just four guys starting this thing, so this is just kind of a proof of concept, getting ourselves out there, and then you know we have we have big plans beyond this, but 
we're gonna you know we're gonna prove what we can do and and prove it to the consumer and then and then go from there and hopefully expand. Well, Maybe. I will be glad to help support and drink your beer. <laughs> I appreciate it. And what is it? Uh, That's really the litmus test is if people yeah, like the yeah, beer. Come, come drink it at Shakers yeah. on the 12th. Shakers, yeah. Come I check know. it out. Shakers on the 12th. Red Dog on the 13th. What time are you guys starting at Shakers on the 12th? What? Uh, so it's 6, 6 p.m. 6, 6 p.m. o'clock p.m. 6 in the p.m. What's that Shakers? military time? Mm. 1800. 1800. Is it 1800? Oh, 1800. Yeah, that makes oh, 1800. Sense. Oh, 1800. And then, uh, and then at, at 4 <laughs> o'clock at the Red Dog at Heritage Harbor. Um, uh, the, the Saturday, yeah. 13th. Who's yeah. taking your pictures that you guys are putting up on your site? That's Adam. That would be Adam. Adam yeah. is an awesome photographer. Yeah. You, got, you got some skills. Yeah. <laughs> that, the, the red, the half-past red photos, the yeah. sunset, Fantastic. the little pocket watch. Looks like made you wear that the pocket watch. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I don't I'm not. Uh, no, it's just the the way that the shots and everything. It's just uh, it, it makes everything look very professional and it's very well done. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I I didn't know what we were coming into. I, I would have guessed this to be a, a big, maybe forty by sixty pole barn, and they're like you know. A dozen steel kettles. And, uh, <laughs> that's, I, I didn't, that's why we said prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. So no, I'm not good. at all. Because, like you said before, it all the product it, is it, good. What, yeah, that's all that matters. That's all that what matters. What we're actually that's, drinking. Yeah. And yeah. I can tell you. Um, sorry, everybody. Once again, and we apologize. <laughs> this beer is fantastic. <laughs> Go get some. Yeah. Um, on June 12th. And, and, 12, 13, and the 13th. And the 13th. Yep. yep. All right. It's our launch weekend. Yeah. And then they're in perpetuality after. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Not only that, you for. Yeah, just after those dates, they will be yeah. at both of those places. Those, both those yeah. places. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys plan on rolling out other seasonal types of brews? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We do, yeah. Yeah, so, our stout is actually one of. I, I Personally, and I, you guys, I guess, might agree or disagree, but. I agree. I, I, love, I love all the beers that we put out, but like two of my favorites are. Our IPA, which of course will be at our, at our launch, but our stout, I think, is is That's one of really our good, yeah. it's one of our better beers. Yeah. And that, you know, we're not launching that now. Just, it doesn't make a lot of sense in June, but you know, come late summer, fall, that'll be out too. And and just, I mean, there's a couple other beers that we still haven't even got out that I'm excited for people to try. So mm -hmm. keep checking in at those places because they're you know they're going to be there. It's not going to just be these four beers. Yeah, well, it'll be yeah. a rotating yeah. array of different stuff and we'll update folks on you know social media about when right and you what, guys are on facebook and twitter yeah yep. instagram else? and instagram too. Know, do you know can oh you're you, on instagram too yeah yeah can absolutely. you plug the instagram i sure yes. can plug away give us your handle we're at the plug part <laughs> the twitter the twitter is at rcb brew Nice. Capital RCB. And just Radium City Brewing on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Radiumcitybrewing.com. Yep. Um, Great website. website. Yeah. 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 And if you if you have any questions or anything, you can you can email us at inquiries at radiumcitybrewing.com. Okay. And uh, we will do our best to get back with you. We've had a like an influx. It's been crazy. <laughs> We've had an influx of emails and we are trying Thanks to get back to the time. To, <laughs> yeah. We're trying to get back to everybody as, as quick as possible, but um, we are also <laughs> Trying to brew beer when we're not working right. and yeah. stuff, so I can't stuff. imagine. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's been kind of all hands on deck. So we we officially got our craft brew license passed on. I think it was May fifth. So the TTB from no from the state. Oh, mm -hmm. so at that point we we're actually able to legally produce and manufacture beer. So right. contrary to popular belief, like up until that point. When the state came to inspect, which the state did come to inspect this, so mm -hmm. um, they're like, you're, you're not allowed to have anything. You say that it like it's a surprise. <laughs> well, 
I'm just saying, like they said, you're not allowed to have anything in your kettles or your fermenters or anything like that. So, you know, completely dry brewery. So then once it hit, we're like, well, we need to brew a lot of beer in a small amount of time to get ready for the launch and then be ready to have beer to supply after the launch. And hopefully everybody will come out and drain all our kegs. And yeah, we'll fill we'll, them back up. We'll fill them back up. Again. And, yeah. I don't think you're going to have any problems that's, that's the draining point. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to help. <laughs> that's going to be great. Yeah, we appreciate it. So I guess, I think, sorry, I guess our Instagram is just Radium City uh, Brewing. So at Radium City Brewing. I guess. Anti-climate. Yeah, I guess. Sorry, I guess that's what it is. I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I guess I guess that's about it. All right. I wish I could say we could keep doing segments just so I could drink your beer, but probably, like I said before, I do actually have did you, to. Did yeah. you want to talk about like the other breweries coming here? Because I, oh, yeah, I think yeah, we're, yeah. we're excited about that, too. Yeah, yeah sure. Right, right. So, yeah. So, it's funny because... On previous podcasts, uh, Clayton and I have um, we talked a little crap, a little smack, yeah, about uh, <laughs> the Karis. Yeah, his name? Hans, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, <laughs> the guy <laughs> who was going to bring in no. from the Diner. <laughs> no, uh, I don't from remember. The Karis, he's a, from the Karis family. His full name. He he was supposedly <laughs> going to bring in a brewery to Utica, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and he he said, "Oh no no no, there's sand mines. I can't." Do this. Can't possibly do can't this. possibly do this. There are sand mines, and there's going to be more sand mines. We can't possibly put a brewery, and we took that the wrong way. We're like, screw you. the well, guy. He was. There's just... been sand mines for how long now, and you got a problem yeah. here, whatever. So, uh, but yeah, no. Luckily, um, Ottawa. Um, there's Cro- been a, a couple, right? I know. Yeah, I crooked tree for sure, right? Uh, I think it's tangled roots. Tangled roots, yeah, crooked yeah, tree, same yeah. difference. Yeah. No, <laughs> tangled roots, right? That's the brew pub that's going to be going into yeah. town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think I haven't met the guys personally, but I know Dennis and Adam mm-hmm. have, and, and we're actually really excited that they're yeah. coming and and. Uh, is know, that the Tangle Roots guy? Tangle Roots okay. guy. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. No, no, no. no. no we're Pretty from Tree's another brewery, though, right? It yes, is actually. Yeah, okay. yeah. Is it yeah. Michigan? Michigan. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I get a little mixed up. Yeah, that's all right. But no, we're really excited for, for the other places to come, too. You know, we, we don't look at it as like, you know, one brewery fits all in this area at all. And, and we're excited to collaborate with other brewers. I mean, just just like in, you know, the real popular brewing spots in, in California and Oregon and the East Coast and even Chicago and even in Chicago now, you know, doing collaborations and stuff like that with other brewers is is a big thing. And it's and it's awesome to get. I know as a consumer, when I can get, you know, uh, half, half acre uh, brewing with like local option, you know, you know, those brewers in Chicago, I always want to try it out. I always want to check it out. And I know that, you know, you know they're learning from each other, and and we'd love the same opportunity with all the other brewers. If you push each other, I try to outdo each other. Then who benefits but the the, the public, the beers? Are yeah, oh, yeah, and, I, and, I, and the company too. Because I think it's friendly and it's it's healthy. I think craft brewing is unique in that, like I don't I don't think we look at it as like outdoing each other. We just look at it as offering more variety yeah. and different stuff and. We're probably going to be a fan of their beers, and I think they're probably going to be a fan of ours. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, I've heard a lot of stories, like, on, on the Brewing Network, which then turned me on to, where it's, like, breweries in the same areas, like, you know, some they might run out of hops or a piece of equipment breaks down. And a lot of those places work together, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, well, you awesome. can come borrow ours. And, like, yeah. people are really cool in the craft brewing community. Yeah, but so cool. we're looking forward to, you know... Same thing with the podcasting community. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's, I think it's a similar. No, uh, uh, yeah, Ivy Small Talk, uh, you know, we, we, I think either on the 
air or off the air. I forget because of the beer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, the, we were on their show, or we were we did a collaborative show. Um, and but we it's the same sort of deal. It's like it's like you know they they we were the whole idea of there being more is not a bad thing. It's no, like no, it's like no. you know it. We help each other out. We give each other. We try to. In our case, we're trying to scoop each other. You know, try to do maybe a, a who's going to have the next guest. Those son of a guns uh, uh, have a guest every week. Right, jerks. Well, I think you guys win suck. This no, one. just kidding. You guys can just bring us back. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. No, but seriously, we'll it's, like, name, man. it's the same deal. It's like a very collaborative. Uh, you know, because in our case, podcasting, we're just trying to do something that nobody's doing around here. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to have an alternative way to bring uh, you know some kind of audio radio to people. Other than like just the AM radio station, sure. I think I think it, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Is is you know, and I think all these kind of movements, where it's farm to table restaurants or craft beer or, or podcasts, is it's kind of about bringing you know sense of community back to people who are living in in an area and working together and doing things that benefit our community and doing good things for you know our neighbors and our friends, rather than just you know. You know, buying our all our things online or like going to big box right. stores and stuff Walmart. like that. It's not right. about yeah. getting all rich. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not about getting rich. It's about you working heard, together. You heard me do a good Walmart right. rant. And, <laughs> I, I got one. <laughs> bringing you know good quality craft, you know, stuff to you know the people, <clears throat> your neighbors and your friends and 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 the people you live with. It feels so, good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, feel yeah, good. It feels it's, great. Yeah, I think it's a great yeah. thing. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're we're excited at the opportunity to. You know, potentially, hopefully, bring some you know tourism into the area mm-hmm. by creating a little bit of a buzz about having going from you know there's a big discrepancy in the LaSalle County, Starbrock Country, you know, Illinois Valley area between a craft brewery that you have to go to Aurora, Naperville, Juliet, or down to Bloomington. So there's this huge market where there's like a blue ocean. And yeah, nobody's really you know, come to fulfill that need. and There's no re- reason to sell this area short, right? I mean, it's a good yeah. area, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's our, that's our opinion. Yeah. That's, yeah. Our, that's our thing. You great know? area to live in. Great area to raise your kids in. So why can't... We hear yeah. people want it to, you know, I can't wait to get the hell out of this stupid town. It's like, yeah. well, we'll see you when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and most of the time, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people, if you leave a lot, of, and the people that make it, when they move out or they leave on... Good terms. If they felt good about whether they're moving on to better, greener pastures, do what they got to do. But it's not because of the area. You might be the problem. So, <laughs> you know, and let's not sell that short. No, yeah. Sure. yeah. And there's plenty, the there's plenty to do. There's plenty to see. And there's going to be more to come. And that's that's the good thing. Hopefully plenty to drink soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that's, that's perfect. Um, uh, one more time, so everybody knows. So the the website again, radiumcitybrewing.com. Okay. And uh, thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> Great website. And, and uh, come see us at Shakers in Ottawa, just north of eighty, on uh, June twelfth, six o'clock, tapping kegs. Then the next day, June thirteenth, out at Heritage Harbor at the Red Dog um, at four o'clock, we'll be tapping kegs there too. And that's just the beginning. And that's just the that's beginning. Just the beginning. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Coming on the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Very, uh, very excited. Um, for us, uh, Clayton, pe- people can come to us uh, 
this is the end of the show. So. Yeah, ivypod.com. <laughs> ivypod.com. You can find us at Ivy Podcast on Twitter. Uh, look us up on Facebook in the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Yeah. Uh, and um, and you'll yeah, see them on, uh, at the 12th and the 13th, right? I know. I'll sure. <laughs> the 12th. I really I'll love you. I'll, I'll commit to the 12th. I hope I can. I hope I can That's Shakers for sure. Um, oh, and hey, by the way, one more plug for our sponsors, Illinois Valley YMCA and The Music Machine. Yes. Thank you for sponsoring our show. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. All right. Thanks awesome. Guys. Thanks, Thanks guys. so much, guys. Awesome. Thank you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to say that. <laughs> there you have it.